This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. This June, Share Charlotte is celebrating Pride Month by putting a spotlight on partners that advocate for and embrace LGBTQ plus culture. And something that's so critical to that is support, especially from family. PFLAG Charlotte works with families of gender diverse children to help them find resources and safety. We're joined by Executive Director Karen Gracie and volunteer and board member Dr. Sebastian Barr. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte. Thanks, Pam. Good to be here. Let's start with uh, Dr. Sebastian first. Um, Tell me a little bit about yourself and why you're involved with uh, PFLAG Charlotte. Well, I the the doctor in my name is because I'm a psychologist. Um, so I am a psychologist and I actually live in Massachusetts, but I spent my high school years living with my family in Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, I a primary primary focus of my work as a psychologist, and even before I became a psychologist, was uh, with the LGBTQ plus community. Um, both in terms of research and then clinical work supporting mental health. I'm also a transgender man myself. And one of the things that I continue to come up against uh, in I, when I do individual work um, with individuals in the community is just how important family support is and family acceptance in the well-being and mental health of uh, trans folks in particular, or who I tend to work with, but LGBTQ plus people uh, generally. And so I felt like while I was working at this sort of individual level with folks in the community, I really wanted to be doing something that helped support um, parents and made it more likely that families were getting on board. Um, and I had just the wonderful fortune of getting connected with um, Karen uh, and uh, being introduced to PFLAG Charlotte and seeing the amazing work um, that they had already been doing uh, by the time that I met them in what, 2019, I think, maybe 2020. Um, and it just, it, it is a transformative experience for the families that I've um, gotten to bear witness to. And I know that the ripple effects of that are that it's a transformative experience for the trans and LGBTQ plus people who are connected to those families. So Karen, um, tell me about how you got involved um, as at PFLAG and now that you're executive director. I think you were a board member prior to that, right? Yes. Uh, I actually found PFLAG, I think, in 2015 when uh, one of our daughters came out. And at that time, we thought when she shared with us, we thought perhaps she was the only trans person in Charlotte maybe even in the state of North Carolina. We really had no idea because it wasn't something that was talked about. And uh, we didn't know where to go. And it was actually somebody on the West Coast that said, you need to find your local PFLAG Charlotte chapter. And what we do really well is we meet people and families right where they are. And it was there that I found we were connected with other families um, who had kids that were either gender diverse or trans or lesbian and gay. And that was sort of the beginning of, of my involvement with PFLAG Charlotte. 
So for someone who's listening right now and they're trying to navigate this process, um, their mom or a dad, and they're getting this information from their kids, um, what would you say to them? How do you help them? Come to a peer support group meeting. Because our what we do is, and I said it earlier, but we meet you right where you are and we will walk with you until you're, a, you're in a place where you can truly continue to love and affirm and celebrate your, your LGBTQ plus loved one. That's what we do. That's what we do every day. And there is, we had a peer support group meeting last night. We had 25 people in the room. It's such an amazing village of parents, um, allies, and LGBTQ plus individuals that are all there supporting each other. And you have people that have been coming to these meetings for five or 10 years, and you have people who last night it was their first meeting. Mm -hmm. And that is what we do. And everyone shows up in a different place. Every journey is unique, and that is absolutely okay. We celebrate that. So when you were starting this, you didn't have that peer support group, so you were making this from scratch. And I would guess that what happens in California is very different than what you're experiencing in North Carolina, even in Charlotte. Um, so how, how did you find, and I also know you weren't the only one and your daughter wasn't the only one. That's right. Um, so how did you, how did you pull, how did you find everybody? What did you do? So I don't want to take credit for founding. Sebastian and I did not do that. (laughs) We were actually founded in Charlotte in 1987. Oh, great. And uh, what PFLAG does is we're parents, families, friends, and allies, and LGBTQ plus individuals working together. And our mission is to create a caring, just, and affirming world for LGBTQ plus individuals and those who love them. So for probably the first 20 years of our existence, uh, the organization was doing doing this work quietly, mm-hmm. uh, usually meeting in churches. And primarily the folks who were attending the meetings were parents of lesbian and gay and bisexual individuals. And then around 2014, 2015, all of a sudden new gender diverse um, families started, or families with gender diverse kids started showing up, which wasn't really something that PFLAG had experienced before. And at the same time, what was happening here locally is that's about the time of HB2. So not only were families trying to celebrate and honor their kids, but when we would show up at a pediatrician's office, the pediatrician, often the response was, um, I see you, I don't know how to support you. So one of the first mission, one of the first goals we set out, if you will, in the updated mm-hmm. PFLAG Charlotte was to develop educational programming for healthcare providers. And we worked with Charlotte uh, Mecklenburg Medical Society and Atrium Health and Navant Health. And to date, about 1,500 healthcare providers have attended one of our sessions on affirming care for healthcare providers. We don't need to do that as much as we used to because now there's Charlotte Trans Health in the community doing similar work. And also, medical schools are getting better at this education. But in the five or six or seven years since that time, what we've realized is there's such a need for allyship educational programming in the workplace in senior living spaces, in schools, and that is what we do. So we can show up in an organization and offer an educational programming. We are not a DEI consulting firm, but we can speak with people uh, to talk about what allyship looks like, 
uh, whether you choose to, to lean into being an ally, either as an individual or as an organization. And that's what really has grown. So we've been really intentional about not only our educational programming, but also continuing to expand our peer support. And I'd like to say to you from a peer support perspective, now we have grown. We used to just have Charlotte. Now we have peer support meetings in North Mecklenburg, in Union County, which was launched just in January. And then this summer, we're actually launching the first uh, support group for Spanish-speaking individuals. That's awesome. So how, how do you work with, I mean, I think it's interesting that he's up in Boston. How did you find um, Dr. Barr? Like, how did you guys connect? We got really lucky, didn't we, Sebastian? <laughs> um, story of luck. <laughs> Sebastian, I'm actually going to let you let you tell that story from your perspective. Oh, sure. Well, here's how I remember it because I was I was trying to think of this. Um, so my my mom is a therapist in the community, and uh, my my parents, you know, I'm I'm a trans man, so my parents went on their own journey of coming to understand what that meant for me and what that meant for them and our family and getting support. And that was before PFLAG and PFLAG Charlotte really had that sort of trans or gender diverse component. This was back in 2010, um, though they did end up getting connected with other parents just in a less formal way. And I know that was a really important part of their journey. But anyway, I, so I think my mom has been um, uh a source of support as a therapist and in the community for other parents. Um, and I think had done some educational work uh, with mm -hmm. PFLAG Charlotte and had led um, a, a workshop for you all, uh, for us all. It was before I was a part of it, but she'd led a workshop uh, for a peer support meeting. And Karen approached her to do it again, and she couldn't. And she said, why don't you reach out to my son? He does this stuff. He does this stuff. Uh, yeah. When and so when you do your stuff, what does that look like? Um, how how do you, um, you, you are you are you interacting with the parents? Are you interacting with the allies? Are you interacting with the? Is it? Can I say kids? I mean, are, are, is it is it mostly kids? That's how you find the families. Uh, we don't we don't serve youth directly. So we serve the parents and people eighteen and up can come to our peer support group meetings. We support a lot of families. But what that can mean? Last night we had a grandparent coming to support her grandchild. We had another parent supporting her twenty five year old who has recently come out. So it looks like anything. It looks like family. Got it. Got it. So what do you do? I so for PFLAG Charlotte, I mean, I feel like one of the things there, there's not a lot of silver linings to the pandemic, but that was a really challenging time for everyone. But one of the things it did do was we all learned how to connect with each other across geographic distances and we're not in the same physical spaces. And so when PFLAG Charlotte moved its peer support online, it actually uh, I think welcomed uh, this new opportunity for someone like me who wasn't in North Carolina all the time to be able to participate. So uh, I, I think the first thing that I did for people like Charlotte before I was a board member uh, was I, I talked with families about how to prepare for the holidays. And uh, so I joined a peer support group meeting that was virtual. So we were all on our computers and um, I uh, yeah talked about how to how to support your loved one and also how to navigate family stuff while being affirming to you know the trans and LGBTQ people in your life. 
And um, well, I, I think that was a, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I'm sure that's a, like a, a, an hour long seminar or something, but, but for, for people who are listening who say, I just, I want to be supportive, but I don't know how, what's your, what's your first bit of advice or information that you share? I think I have, I have, I think two important starting points. Um, so, and, and, and I, I don't prioritize one over the other. They have to happen at the same time. Um, one is you need to take care of yourself and have a place where you can figure out where you, what's going on for you and what you're feeling and all the complicated feelings about that that come up. And that place needs to not be with your loved one who is going through their own journey. So that's the that's one starting point. And the other is to listen to what this you know loved one, we'll just say your kid for the sake of this conversation, listen to what your kid is is saying to you and asking of you and put work into respecting that. And you know, that can be this sort of fundamental uh, for gender, you know, reflecting back the gender that they're sharing with you using the name and using the pronoun that they're asking. Um, we we talk a lot in, in our more educational programming that uh, about how that kind of misgendering or, or using the gender that that person knows isn't right for them, how much more harmful that is for the person than we often realize. Um, and so really driving home the importance of uh, respecting that and listening um, to the to, to that person and respecting their their gender or their sexuality that they're bringing to you uh, and I think those are those are the two starting points and then you're right there's a lot more we could talk about and Karen might have something to add well she's um, shaking her head so I, I what would you say to that to what he I think what happened the beautiful thing about what happens at PFLAG is we never know who's coming in that door and we will have parents coming in um, from more traditional or conservative backgrounds saying, yes, I can't do this, but I'm here. So I think I want to do this and I want to learn, can you help? Uh, and then we'll have other parents showing up saying, I am so happy my child finally shared with me, whether my child's 15 or 35, it doesn't matter. And how can I be more of a fierce advocate? Uh, what, what we know, I, I can just speak to my experience as a parent, is there's a lot of fear um, because you you don't understand right it's not something that many of us are fam are familiar with and once you learn is what we tell people all the time when we when we meet with them for the first time is that you're on a journey that can be just the most incredible life gift if you will let it be because um it has transformed, I know, our family's life from so many different perspectives, um, but it can be really scary. So arming yourself with the reason that kids, I think, do so well is because there's heightened education, there's heightened awareness, there's heightened visibility. Um, the fact that we can hear Dr. Barr, you know, interviewed on this podcast, he can show up in a peer support group meeting for parents to be able to have a conversation with Sebastian is huge because for many that may be the first openly trans individual they've ever had the chance to have a real conversation with. And there weren't even 10 or 15 years ago, nearly as they were that people were there, right? Trans individuals were there. Um, but now there is just more in the best way, awareness and visibility. And so 
giving people space to just meet this incredible community and find find their way. Uh, but I would echo what Sebastian said, which is really being kind to yourself, showing up at peer support, understanding what you need. But all you really want to do is love your kid. Yeah. And I think once we learn and grow and learn about other people's stories, um, we have more empathy and more understanding, and it helps us be um, be better parents. Yeah, but, and I'm just sitting here thinking as a parent, um, but it's not my job to dump my parent journey on my kid. Right. So, you know, just like with other things, like I'm having a hard time talking about this or talking about that, like just unreli- I'm like, that's not – that's my kid doesn't need to know that. I have to have a, a good relationship with my kid so that they can feel comfortable coming to me with anything that we can have that relationship. I appreciate the advice. We're going to take a break right now, um, and we'll be right back. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. Well, welcome back. So I wanted to ask, you know, if, if I'm listening to this now, what are some events or things that, are, that I can do to get involved if I'm interested? So I would say a couple of things. One, the peer support groups that I've already mentioned, all the information is on our website, www.pflagcharlotte.org. And you can also sign up for our newsletter, The Ally, there. Uh, I would also say you can volunteer. One of the best things you can do if you really want to grow an allyship is talk to your Pride BRG with your employer and invite PFLAG Charlotte to host a workshop for your organization. That is how we have built really strong and deep relationships with so many area companies. And that link is also on our website. Just push, press the book a workshop button. Uh, and then I would say this is Pride Month. But I would remind everybody that Pride Month is 12 months out of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yes. This doesn't go away. <laughs> it does not go away. Although it's a good excuse to wear some <laughs> rainbow stuff. Um, when you say uh, your website, so you can book a workshop, but I like that idea. Uh, your website is, Does are you spelling out Charlotte? Is it CLT? Let's just, I just want to be precise. We are spelling out Charlotte. Okay. So www.pflagcharlotte, spelled out. Dot com, dot org. Dot org, dot org. Okay, great. And and um, Dr. Barr, you had said that there's also um, uh, a, a workshop or something that you wanted to suggest people participate in too? Yeah, so one of the things that PFLAG Charlotte um, developed and, and, and offers uh, quarterly is a, a, a workshop for parents and family members uh, who are wanting to get a little bit more of an educational experience to kind of learn a little bit more about the foundation of what they can expect when a loved one comes out to them and when they sort of enter the journey, both the journey of acceptance 
and of understanding um, and of just navigating this life with their loved one. Um, I, I so I've participated in many of these, and I think that they are really helpful. You know, Karen has stressed that we meet people where they are. We don't assume. In fact, we're going to assume that people aren't, aren't coming in knowing all of this and having lots of questions. And so this is a good place where people can start to get some of those questions answered without even having to know what questions they have. Um, and so it's different from the peer support space, which offers a really important resource. Um, but it, it this is a little different in that it's really an educational workshop. And I think Karen can, can speak more about how to find out when that's happening next. Yeah, thanks, Sebastian. And and what we know is there are parents. I had never, my husband and I had never been to a peer support group meeting for any organization in our lives, and it's it can be a little bit uncomfortable or intimidating for some. So that's why we introduced navigating your your journey, so that people can just, can just show up to this educational program. And we do offer it quarterly. The next one, I believe, will be in September, uh, and we're going to be offering one both in English and again in Spanish. Um, and what it does, just to get into a little bit more detail, but it, we review LGBTQ plus nomenclature. We talk a little bit about some of the data related to the LGBTQ plus community, but then we really lean into what parental allyship or caregiving allyship can look like and the, the, the impact that that can have on, on life outcomes. Awesome. Well, I'm so thankful that, that both of you were able to join us today and to talk about uh, PFLAG in Charlotte and what resources are available for parents and for loved ones and allies. I just think it's, a, it's an important topic, like you said, to talk about all year round. It's a good excuse to do it right now in June. We're thankful that Share Charlotte brought you guys to us. Do you know someone else like Karen or Sebastian who is doing good in our community? Let me know. Tell me about someone or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on Do Good Charlotte. Reach out to me, Pamela Escobar, on social media. I'm Reporter Pam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. A big thanks to Share Charlotte. Make sure you use the hashtag DoGoodCLT and head to ShareCharlotte.org to find nonprofits looking for your help. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.